a local supermarket and I figured out why they call him Hangman is because the pegs in the toy aisle are full of Hangman action figures because nobody wants to buy them. Merchandise and pops ratings and sells toys. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey yo, is that a sugar product? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah! And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Welcome to episode 395 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and see alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Why did Jimmy have to go and ruin SummerSlam? Oh, man. That was a good story, though. Although, I gotta say at the end, okay, we're not a wrestling podcast. I swear to God, we're not. We're not. But the story afterwards of Jimmy talking to Jay on SmackDown last week, that was just kind of crap. Jimmy just said, uh, I didn't want you to become like him and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's a little bit of a stretch. It's kind of like a maybe a jumping of the shark in this storyline, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It was like Stu got a hold of this program and really tried to stretch it out. <sighs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't like that SummerSlam. I didn't like that <laughs> You didn't like the way that they stretched that out, Stu? Didn't like it how they stretched it out. No. no. Uh, anyways. All right. Go back to your wrestling talk. I'm I'm booking Stampede Wrestling right now. <laughs> you're, you're booking Stampede? Really? Yes. Uh, yes. Booking Stampede and getting action figures. Uh, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, that's right. You're going to have Stampede action figures. I can't wait. Yes. Now that Impact ditched Epic Toys, I'm going to... I'm going to jump in and try to get the license with Epic Toys since KBW's letter is going nowhere. <laughs> KBW's letter has been going nowhere fast for, for a long time now, Stu. You notice that too? <laughs> yeah, anyways, Jimmy, uh, I wouldn't say he ruined SummerSlam, but uh, it was kind of a weird twist. It was. I was crushed, dude. I had to get up and walk away watching that match. And we didn't really talk about it last week. Um, but oh man, it was such a good match. And I honestly, like I went into that thinking Jay was going to win. I honestly thought they were going to put the title on him. And then of course, Roman would get it back. Right. He would like maybe survivor series or something, but oh man, when Jimmy Uso revealed him, I was like, God damn it. Now I don't want the ultimates. And then I got the ultimates this past week and I was like, all right, fine. I'll keep them. (laughs) Are they that good? Oh dude. I love them. Yeah. I love them. It's such a good set. Yeah, they're going to get open, but I'm going to keep the box so I can, you know, maybe one day put them back in. But that's going to look great. You're coming over next weekend. We're going to get the third Detolf uh, uh, setup done. Okay, nice. So we're going to put some racks in there. We're going to put some uh, some museum wax on the bottom of the feet of the figures so they all stand upright. And in the front of one of those racks, 
is going to be Roman and the Usos waiting on Solo from BBTS. But I got to have Bloodline front and center, dude. Those those Usos are so good. Yeah, the, the heads, eh, people talk about the Jimmy head sculpt. I'm not going to argue with them too much. But the J is just, it's money. It's money. I love that set. Highly recommended. Got my Harley, too. Oh, you got your Harley? Oh, let's go back to the Ultimate Editions. Points of Articulation, what do you give it? You know what? Let's do this. Let's let's go to be determined. And then we'll both do a Points of Articulation after you've seen them as well. When you come over next weekend, I want you to look at them. And then the following show, we'll put Points of Articulation on them. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah, that way we're going head-to-head. You're not going to tell me what you think. I won't tell you what I think, like a number. And then we'll see how close we are. Because I would love to show you through the camera, but it won't do it justice. Okay, so since I already have the Harley, what do you give the Harley? Uh, <laughs> I know you're not going to like it. The Harley gets a 9.9, dude. Why wouldn't I like that? Well, th- you don't like high scores. You're, you're very against high scores, and... I'm not going to give it a 10 because really the only figure that deserves a 10 in my book is the Macho Man Slim Jim because it's the best wrestling figure of all time. So the Harley is a 9.9. Macho Man Slim Jim is a 7.7. You better stop. Sevens across the boards on that bitch. I'm going to tell Steve. I'm going to tell Steve. Which Steve? Hoker? Ozer? No, Steve Ozer. Oh. Steve Hoker might actually agree with you. I don't know what he thinks about the Slim Jim Macho Man. No, I'll tell Ozer you give that thing a 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> don't bring up his name. The Crows are a bay right now. They're <laughs> <laughs> circling. They're circling. <laughs> <laughs> like crow vultures waiting to pick at your carcass. Uh, no, that Harley is deserves that high score. I've always thought it was like a 9-2, 9-3. So I'm, I'm in the nines with you. Oh, excellent. Wow. Okay, that's... You're kind of the Simon Cowell of the judging of the figures. Okay. So you're always way more harsh than I am. I guess I'm more... Who else was it? Like, I guess I'm more the Britney Spears. Did she vote on that show? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I'm still watching MXC from back in the day. <laughs> who doesn't love that show? MXC was great, dude. <laughs> I loved that show. I watched an episode last night. I was like sitting there like a kid in a candy store. I was all happy and eating my dinner. I was having steak. I felt fat and happy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, for me, it's a 9-9. Nine, nine. And it was one of those figures like you'll never forget the first time you saw it. Like I'm sure everybody has that kind of figure where the first time you saw it, you're like, oh man, this is my favorite figure or that figure is amazing. And you always remember when you saw it and it was... You, like you romanticize it in your head, right? Like, oh, like I'm like the little heart eye emoji guy. Like that was me seeing that Harley figure for the first time, and I'll never forget it. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, "That's a ten. That is a ten. Of course, it's not a ten. It's a nine point nine because only Macho Slim Jim is a ten. But that Harley is just—I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. They just every once in a while they'll do a figure, and it is—I don't even know if you can call it near perfect it's perfect dude and i know perfect is a 10 but it's not a 10 because it can't be a 10 but it can definitely okay a 9.99 how about that oh you're going triple digits yeah let's throw an extra nine in there let's go in fact it's 9.99 with a little line over the nine that means that nine carries on forever it's infinity nine Yes, it's as close to 10 as you can get without being a 10. It is that good. 
If you don't have it in your collection, even if you're not a Harley fan, it needs to be in your collection. By the way, we kicked off the show with a little um, promo from CM Punk. Um, man, did he take some digs, huh? <laughs> and then he apologized. Well, okay, if you're to believe the dirt sheets, word on the street is he apologized via text message for what he said. I'm sorry for calling you a peg warmer. I'm done trying to figure out that turmoil that is called AEW. What a mess, dude. I, I, we've seen this happen before, right? WCW literally ran itself into the ground because the inmates were running the asylum. What exactly is happening at AEW? I'm not claiming to be a fan or a hater. Just either way, it seems like it's a mess to me. That's the way it's coming across, but we're reading dirt sheets. We don't know what's going on in the back. This is all assumption, assumed, or hearsay, and allegedly, and all that other stuff. Well, apparently it was enough to bring Leatherface back from the dead with his chainsaw. He was going to go carve people's asses up with a chainsaw. It's that bad over there. Sorry, Tony Khan. That's still not as good as RoboCop. <laughs> or Chuck Norris. Or Chuck Norris, no. <laughs> uh, anyways, I wanted to play that because uh, he was making reference to Adam Page's uh, figure warming some peg. And CM Punk, of all people. His like, I thought he was into ice cream bars. I didn't think he was into insulting people off of action figures. That's, I don't know. It's kind of different. I mean, it's kind of cool he referenced wrestling figures, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But And that was after the show, though. It wasn't, it didn't actually make TV. It didn't make TV. Got it. Well, maybe if he had started insulting the Nitro stage a few months ago, it might have funded. <laughs> Oh, well done. Well done. Anyways, I wanted to play that because he just referenced wrestling figures at the beginning of the show. So if you would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, which we do have some videos going up. We're starting to inch on over or there. Snapchat and the book faces at Fully Opposable. Instagram, Fully Opposable, WF. P, you can go back and listen to our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. You can send Jeff, us any- I have an idea. <gasps> I, was, I, was, I was feeling the flow, dude. I was like doing the bull dance, you know, feeling it. Did you see the hamster running in the wheel in my head? Did you know a thought was coming? Uh, no, I saw the caption bubble come up like in a comic book. <laughs> you saw the little dots above my head with a little empty cloud? Yes, yes. Uh, what's your idea? Poof. What's your idea? So you mentioned YouTube. Yes. And you and I have been talking a lot about, you know, different ideas on how to maybe grow the YouTube channel and put up content for people. No, we'll never do a Patreon. It's not going to be anything like that. It'll be all free, of course. How about after we're done with the room next Saturday? Which, by the way, I don't know if I've really gone into detail. Jeff and I are getting together next Saturday. We're building the third Detolf. We're going to open up a bunch of figures that I've got that have been literally just sitting, piling up, order after order coming in, just piling up. We're going to get ready to open a bunch of those, display them in the Detolfs, maybe hang up a few posters in the room. What do you say we just do a YouTube video of the room when it's done? We'll throw it up on the channel. People can check out the room. Oh, yeah, dude. And then I guess maybe I could start TikTok, I guess. I don't know how to use TikTok, but... You're going to do TikTok? Uh, I don't know. I can't keep, even keep up with Snapchat. I don't even know when the last time I even opened the fully posable <laughs> Snapchat was. <laughs> Wait, do we have a TikTok? A fully oh, we, TikTok? No, we don't. I know, oh, drunk, okay. I know Drunk Wrestling History does. 
Yeah, well, Eddie's weird, so that makes sense. I was like, wait a second, do we actually have a fully posable TikTok? No, but I can create uh, an account. Uh, you want more social media for you to have to? Yeah, that's true. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I I don't know. I would rather kind of focus on YouTube. Okay. We, yeah, let's you know, do that. Put content up there, but I would love to show off the office once it's done. I'm always looking for inspiration, right? And I get a lot of that from figure photography. It makes me want to open figures and display them all cool. And you know, maybe by showing the room once it's done, you know, maybe somebody will draw inspiration from that and want to start putting up details and opening up some figures. And yes, I'm still moc. We will be hanging up some figures in the hallway outside the office, uh, but primarily the focus is going to be in here getting this room done. It it needs stuff. I'd lo- we should do a before and after. Okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah, Shannon's going to be pissed because it's such a mess, dude, because <laughs> I just got my PlayStation 5. Yeah. And so I put it in the other night, and so I had to pull the PlayStation 4 out, and I was moving a bunch of stuff around the room, and there's boxes everywhere. It's such a mess in here, dude. So we'll do a before and after, and hopefully somebody draws some inspiration from that and wants to, like, just start setting up their figures. We need to put music behind it. Oh, wait, YouTube would take it down. Never mind. Yeah, YouTube would kill that. <laughs> Unless we did a non-copyright or something like that. Or Sean could come over with his bass and just play his bass in the background. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Do funky bass riffs. He'll be like the bassist for uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, good idea. Good idea. I like that. I like that. Yeah, Sean will just sit on the couch and play his bass while you and I are setting stuff up. Also, you can send us any questions, audio questions, over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Guess what, everybody? I'm back. Oh, good. I'm back. Yay. Um, Why are you back? Well, um, Motley Crue wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. I knew this was going to happen. What happened? Well... My agent got me linked up with the wrong Motley Crue band. They, he linked me up with a comedy band called Motley Tool. And Uh-oh. we only played one show and then the band dispersed. So you didn't tour with Motley Crue? No. So I'm back. <laughs> Who's your agent, by the way? This is a horrible agent. He has an agent? It was me all along. <laughs> 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 oh, God. All right, you two, get out of here. <laughs> we got to talk to us. Get out of here. <laughs> they need their own show. I know, right? <laughs> it was me all along, fully possible jerks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They're circling faster outside the window. I know. All right, guys, leave now. We got toys to talk. I'm glad yeah, you're going on a Springer. I'm not glad you're back, by the way. I knew you wouldn't be. All right. But this made me realize I really need to focus on my letter. WrestleMania tickets just went on sale, and now I need to really hunker down and focus on my letter. I can't get get distracted by all this other stuff like playing in bands and getting jobs at Mattel. I need to really focus. Good for you, KBW. Getting your life in order. That's awesome. It's not in order. Trust me. It's it's far from order. I mean, I'm just just a troll that lives in this guy's house that works on a letter all the time and comes up with weird side gigs and yeah my life's not in order dude well no better time to start than right now let's let's try to fix it yeah like van halen you know right now you know that kind of like that yes yeah if, if he was going to have like a montage of getting his life in order that would be the song to play for it 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so let's let's send KBW on his way to get his life in order. Yeah. All right. I'm off, everybody. But first, I need to go get a Whopper, and I'm going to take Stu over there. I need to gas him up. <laughs> All right. Poor Stu. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Poor Stu was like Planet of the Gapes back there. <laughs> Those guys are two peas in a pod, I swear. <laughs> uh, Scott, did you pick up anything? I don't know yet. It's a weird answer, right? You, you threw me off. Like, that's like when I ask you, Scott, what's your favorite figure in this line? And you're like, hmm. It's the same question I ask you every week, but this one, you threw me a curveball. I was not expecting that. So let me explain. I'm on Facebook yesterday. Well, we're recording Thursday, so yesterday would have been Wednesday. I'm on Facebook on Wednesday, and McFarland Toys throws up a thing that says, now I think I've mentioned this figure before in the McFarland DC line. It's Dick Grayson Robin, but he's really young, young Robin. So the figure is smaller scale. (laughs) Grayson. (laughs) Anyways, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you're laughing at. So I really wanted this figure, but when they put him up, he was only up for like a few minutes and he sold out immediately. He's been gone for a long time. I'm like, well... I'm not paying the 60 bucks or whatever it is for this figure on secondary market. Screw it. I'm just going to go without it. Yesterday, McFarland puts up on his Facebook page that they have a limited reserve of these figures that they're going to put up for sale, but you had to enter, they call it almost like a lottery. Okay. Think back to when Bass used to do uh, tickets. Oh my God. Okay. Or warehouse records would do tickets and they would have like, it didn't matter what time you lined up. They would just take the entire line and then they start drawing numbers, right? And then they'd reshift the line based on the numbers. So it didn't matter what time you got there because they didn't want people lining up and pitching tents and everything. So, <laughs> so mature, the show. I swear to God. So anyway, you put your name, basically you just filled out this little form, your email, your name, all that good stuff. And they threw they throw your name into a hopper and on Saturday... They're going to draw out the lucky names that get to purchase this figure. So basically when you sign up, you put in your credit card and all this other stuff. It's all legit. And if you have the opportunity to buy the figure, if you're chosen, they've got your information. They charge you immediately. You're in for the figure. If not, it goes away and you don't get the figure. So as of right now, I don't know if I bought anything. I'll know on Saturday though. Man, McFarland's changing the game over there, isn't he? A little bit, yeah. I this is a first for him. He's ne- as far as I know, he's never done anything like this before. Um, uh-huh. Kind of interesting, but I really hope I get that figure because it's definitely one that I want in the collection. Given how valuable the figure is, I don't know if I'll open it. I'll probably make this the only McFarlane I have on card. Well, except for the San Diego Comic Con, but that one's different. I'll probably keep that Robin and then the San Diego Comic Con Batman on card. I won't open those. Just because of the value of it, but fingers crossed, man. I'm hoping I got lucky with that Batman. I'm hoping I get lucky with the Robin figure, too. I'm actually curious. So this is all going down this Saturday. Yeah, and I don't know where the drawing is happening. I don't know how that all goes down, but basically they'll send you an email and let you know either way. Okay. Well, good luck, dude. I hope you get it. Thank you. So hopefully next week when you ask me if I bought anything, I'll be like, yep. All right. And hopefully it was Robin. I did get the Rey Mysterio Ultimate, the Walmart one. Couple friends, a couple oh, friends found nice. it for me. So uh, received that. I also got the Brother Love as well. 
Oh, dude, that's awesome. Targets Not the are pre-order. You got it through the store? Through the store. Uh, Eric got found it over at Target. And oh, sweet, dude. Yeah, they're starting to pop up now. So if you guys are on the hunt for any of the Brother Love figures, they're starting to pop up. And I also got these things called the Wrestle Dudes. I can't remember where I ordered them from. The Demolition Guys? You know it. Very cool, dude. Those are awesome. Yeah, they're pretty cool, dude. Um, but for some reason, and I don't know how this happened, I ordered one extra smash. That's it. Uh, I don't know why, and I don't know how I have one extra smash. I've got the pair. I've got axe and smash and one extra smash. So you got to order another axe. I don't think I'm going to do that. I just spent some money over and we'll get into this, uh, the wrestling superstore on those Remco style figures, the asylum all-stars. Oh, series two. And also I picked up Paul Orndorff, the Eddie Guerrero two pack, and I'm missing one. Who was the other one? Scott? Sergeant Slaughter? No, I didn't pick up Slaughter. I actually had this. Tatanka. Yes, Tatanka. Thank you. Why didn't you get Slaughter? So I had this conversation with Breaker. I think going forward, and of course I can't predict the future, but as of right now, I think going forward, I'm good on Slaughter figures. Wow. Because... The ultimate edition is the master of puppets of Sergeant Slaughter figures. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all. So I'm in that camp of, I have the best Slaughter figure. Thank you to you, by the way. I have the best Slaughter figure. On top of that, I also have it signed. So I think going forward, unless there's something different that comes out later in life, that I mean, as I said, we can't predict the future or we all be millionaires and not have jobs, but I'm good on Slaughter figures. I was tempted but I don't want it. Like, I'm good on Slaughter figures. So I, that's why I didn't pick up Slaughter. Interesting. Okay. I, as soon as I saw the list, I'm like, I bet Jeff's getting Slaughter. No. I had a feeling you were going to get Orndorff. Yeah. Okay. No more Slaughters. You, you have found your ultimate Slaughter. Literally. Yep, exactly. So I found the Master of Puppets of Sergeant Slaughters. Yes. And you had mentioned you got the Ray Ultimate. Uh, no Eddie Guerrero? Haven't got Eddie yet. Uh, there's supposed to be a care package coming from GBM. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Very cool. So anyways, th that's the latest pickups. So if anybody wants a smash, Russell dudes, I mean, they're badass looking. I mean, they're fantastic. So you're, you're literally going to pull an LJN on somebody. Maybe they are just ordered Axe and missed out and they need smash and wants, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe that did happen. Scott, we've got a little bit of news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. All right, let's head on over to the Grappler and Gimmicks line, Hassle Toys. He is going to be making the new rockers, Leaf Cassidy and Marty Jannetty in retro style form. New rockers will be coming out in the Hassle Toys. Also, Rush Collectibles is taking a little bit of a hit right now, huh? Rush is, yeah. So... He was on the TV toy cast with Breaker this past week. He had some issues with some figures, and one of them happened to, as Sal said, get into a very influential collector's hands, and it basically disintegrated in this wrestler's hand. Sal did say on the TV toy cast that 90% of the figures have been fine. He's only heard about a couple. He did also say that he is going to to change factories and he's moving to a better toy factory in China that will basically have all this stuff tightened up. So as he says, you live, you learn, he's a new company. 
I mean, look at Jax back in the day. I've said this before. Jax had numerous issues. FTC had numerous issues. You know, parts fall off. That That's what happens when it moves through transportation, when it, you know, things happen. And Sal's going to move forward with his retro line. He's going to continue on and moving on to a new factory that hopefully none of this will happen. Uh, are they making good with the customers? Yeah, of course they are. Nice. So, yeah. So everything's all good. That's like Sean Ng told us, he's going to make extras because some stuff does happen. So they're going to, he's going to make extra. Good. Uh, that was my main concern. Like, you know, that sucks. You got a broken figure. Is it going to get replaced? As long as that's going to happen, then all good. And then moving forward, switch operations, figure it out. That's great. I'm glad to hear that he's not folding up shop and moving on. And in the biggest news this past week, Impact canceled their wrestling figure line. I wonder why, dude. So this was from Impact Wrestling, and this was put out by them. A statement from Impact. Impact Wrestling partnered with Asylum. Now, this is a correction. They did not partner with Asylum. Asylum was just a distributor. In fact, Asylum went onto Twitter and issued a correction themselves. Good. They were partnered with Epic Toys. So this is from Impact. Impact Wrestling partnered with Asylum to push out an action figure line. And the latest on that came via a statement from Impact. The company noted that the figures that Asylum created, now again, that's Epic Toys, not Asylum, did not meet Impact standards nor the outline time frame for a release. Impact is having conversations with other manufacturers. It is noted in the statement that all prepayments for figures created by Asylum will be refunded. So Asylum did put out a tweet. As you may have read, Impact has canceled their action figure line. These figures were to be made by a company that isn't Impact nor Asylum. Their press release incorrectly stated that we were the manufacturer of them, which is clearly not true. We also apologize as we have known for some time that these were at the possibility of being canceled for about a month or so and wanted to send refunds, but were asked to hold off until official cancellation. We have issued all refunds from those who ordered from us. Thank you for your business. And we hope this ordeal doesn't affect everyone doing business with us in the future. The Asylum Wrestling Store. Man, that sucks. Well, hopefully they land somewhere with a figure deal. This also brought up a question from Christopher Dean. Question for the show tonight. Hello, gentlemen. First off, thank you for the kind birthday wishes and happy belated birthday, Peyton, my fellow 11than. 11than? <laughs> 11th? No, it says 11 then 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 11th then. <laughs> Is that like the wrestler? Wasn't there a wrestler named Leviathan or Matthias? Oh, wait, that was Batista. Yeah, it was Batista. That's yeah. right. That's right. Can you break down the impact figure situation? I was really looking forward to a Diana Perrazzo figure. Who would you like to see pick up the license? I'd love for maybe Powertown or someone else who can make a quality six inch figure. With the current state of the economy and people, including collectors, being more cautious with their money is the time we've feared of more lines being in danger of being dropped. Take care, gentlemen. Okay, so regarding your first question, as Impact said that Epic Toys didn't meet the standard. Epic Toys hasn't released a Twitter thing yet saying, you know, defending them. They do have a podcast out there. I haven't listened to it, but we'll see if they announce anything on it. Who do we want to see pick it up? I mean, Power Town seems the most likely. Boss Fight is in cahoots with MLW. 
Yeah, is there a conflict there? Because I was actually going to say boss fight. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, because they've done really well on those MLW figures. I would love to see them throw impact in there too. Exactly. Who else is? I mean, Zombie is the only one that's doing another six-inch line. So when I say six-inch, like elite-style figures, hell, you know what? I'm hoping FTC gets them and starts using Impact as their springboard to start doing highly articulated figures. New molds and whatnot? Yeah, that's not a bad idea either, dude. I know. I will get heat for that. I will get chastised for that. But you know what? I hope that that's kind of a springboard to FTC's new future or something like that. That's not a bad call. Do I see that happening? Not really. But I, just throwing something out there against the wall, something different. And I know people are going to be like coming with their pitchforks and their pitchforks to say we hate FTC. But that's kind of like a hope. That's like a thought and a prayer. I mean, we'll see. That's a great way to relaunch. You know, get the impact line, make four figures right out of the gate. Try something new. I like it. That's a good call. Yep. But honestly, I could see Powertown or Zombie try it. Well, I don't know about Zombie. I don't know if Zombie would be able to keep up with that demand. He might be able to, but we don't know. We'll see. Yeah, not sure. But I mean, Boss Fight would be another great one, too. Again, I don't know if that would be a conflict with MLW. But... I would because uh, Boss Fight did a great job on those MLW figures. I would love to see them do the the impact line as well. Hold on, there's a new company in town. Who's this? Jacks Pacific. Huh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, Scott. Guess who's back on the message boards? And I actually made a mistake. So Steve Ozer changed his picture on the message boards, and now it threw me off. Like I was completely confused. So oh. it used to be a picture of Doink and Diesel in front of the new gen arena. Well, he changed it to that picture of Roman Reigns and the new articulation basics. Oh, right. Okay. So it threw me off. I didn't see, I didn't recognize that that was Steve Ozer. So he was on the message boards last week. I messed that one up. So, but I went back and I pulled some questions. Gah! Oh boy. What's up, you fully posable pricks? <laughs> This feels very directed. I that know. didn't sound like a shot at the community. Wait a second. Hogan had Hulkamaniacs. Oh, God. Dude. I see where you're going with this. Dude, do we have our fully posable pricks? <laughs> this is. Oh, man. We had Macho Maniacs. We had Little Warriors. Yeah. Dude, this stingers. Yeah, we've got our fully posable pricks. Uh, we, need, we need shirts that says I'm a fully posable prick. <laughs> I'm a fully posable prick guy. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, what? What's wrong with that? It, it, <laughs> Have a crow on there. <laughs> Guys, it's a term of endearment, okay? Yeah. That's 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 what the crows say. Caw! Hell yeah. That's what we call you guys fully posable pricks. Community is you guys are a bunch of fully posable pricks. Welcome crows, welcome uh, to the show. <laughs> yeah, welcome talking crows. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Talking crows. Yeah. Hey, you know who our favorite band is of all time? The Counting Crows. God damn it. <laughs> Get out of here. I hate you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> go back to circling. We're not leaving just yet. We're going to sit in for the Steve Ozer questions. All right, that makes sense. They like they they delivered the Steve Ozer papers today. They're very protective of Mr. Ozer as well. 
he can do no wrong in their eyes. Yeah, you've got to read his answers precisely, or they will peck out your eyes. Precisely. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna totally Quite a vocabulary. We're gonna totally gouge out those eyeballs. <laughs> Fully puzzle pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Hoker's loving every bit of this. Oh man, he's already designing the next shirt as we speak. Steve Hoker's already on his. <laughs> he's all. What do you say? Fully posable prick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's now the Steve Hoker keyboard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's no longer KBWs. By the way, if you want any of those stickers that says pricks or whatever it may be, head on over to Starman NJ over at T Public and get your sticker, get your t shirt, get your hoodie. The Stretch Stu Armstrong sticker? I need to get that actually. <laughs> Also, he's got Tales of the State from Drew Vensel over there. I may pick up a couple of those while I'm over there, too. Yep, whatever you need. Hooker's got you covered. Starman NJ on T Public. Gah! Get on with the questions, pricks! All right, all right, See? all right. Sorry. See? Oh, they're very defensive of Steve Ozer. I know. They're starting to sharpen their talons. Steve Ozer Army! <laughs> the Ozer Army. I'm just picturing the Kiss Army logo. Jason Wolf to do this, dude. <laughs> Those are Arby. Oh my it's just, gosh. It's just three crows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, first question comes in from Kirk815. He said, Hello, Steve. Target has Legends Ultimate Edition Rock listed as October 1st, 2023, and Legends Ultimate Edition Warrior as January 7th, 24. Will Ultimate Edition Legends at Target increase from two to four a year quarterly, or. Will Warrior and Yoko be the only Ultimate Edition released in the Legends line next year? Steve said Legends Ultimates are increased to four in 2024. Yoko will hit during Q2 Plano Reset next year. Okay, so we got two more in the pipeline, right? We got Warrior Yoko, and then there's two more waiting. Hell yeah, Steve. You tell him. They're so defensive. I know, dude. That was that was like a very legitimate question. They're like, they're like ready to pounce, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sharpening the talons <laughs> on their post, like just glaring at you, making sure you read every word precisely, exactly. Correctly. Eyeballs, dude. Eyeballs. Next question comes in from the handsome number one. He said, "Will Ultimate Edition 19 have new packaging?" Steve said, "No. The same Ultimate Edition packaging continues into 2024." That's good for the people that like that uniformity on the wall. Exactly. Hell yeah. Same ultimate edition package. You get him, Steve. <laughs> it, was just, it was just answering a question. Just shut up, prick. All right. <laughs> God damn. All right. You're so mean. I know. Shit on your car. <laughs> next, question, <laughs> next question comes in from Team Madness. He said, hey, Steve, I noticed on the taker... Gobbledygooker, it says jaw-dropping debuts as of now. Is this a one-off, or is this theme going to be something more? Ooh. Oh, is he attacking Steve? No, he's asking a question. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Shut up, prick. <laughs> he said, the name is a one-off for now, but we can always revisit it if an item suits that l- title. I like that. That opens up like a whole plethora of options out there of guys that made their their debut and it was super memorable. I'm thinking I, like Razor Ramon in tights. Oh, that would be so obscure, but I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. A prototype. 
Cena as the prototype. Yeah, they've done that one before, but they haven't done a ton of them. Yeah. I'm just thinking like debut looks, debut shots of guys. That would be really cool. That's a great idea. I like it. I like it. Good job. Yeah, uh, that dude's onto something. I like that. Good question, T Madness. Next question comes in from PJ. PJ said, Hey, Steve, question about the top picks elites. Do they come in in solid cases because the Monroe New York Walmart went from no elites of any kind to 12 top pick Roman Reigns figures? So are they solid cases and not an assortment? Steve said, Some retailers take top picks in solid cases and some take in an assortment. You can tell by checking out the shelf tags. If you see an actual talent name, it's open stock solid cases. Ah, good to know. Okay. To, hell yeah, Steve. Not dropping knowledge. <laughs> These crows, dude. They, they love Steve. He's their favorite. You guys don't need to comment after every single question, all right? Shut up, Prank. I'm going to go shit on your car. <laughs> Wait, were you talking to me or the crows? No, no. They were talking to me. Oh, I see. Okay. So yeah. I can still comment after the questions. But they yeah, want... yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right. This is the last question. Fighter Hayabusa said, with an exception of Macho Man due to Slim Jim licensing, hypothetically, could SDCC exclusives be re-released in the Greatest Hits line? Two packs, I assume, would need to be broken up and sold individually. Ooh, the crows are going to get mad because Steve's answered this question before. Hell yeah. Just go back to page 876 on the question thread of Steve Ozer. Steve Ozer Army. They even know the pages. <laughs> They're very precise. Are you sure about this? Uh, it was page 876? Uh, somewhere around there. All right. <laughs> Steve said, I'd prefer not to re-release the San Diego Comic-Con figures as is. I'd be open to redoing the talent through similar to Fan Takeover Ultimate Warrior. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, no on the redoing of San Diego Comic-Cons. I believe he said that. You had that in one of his questions a while back. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he mentioned he wasn't going to redo any of those. That is the questions from Steve Ozer this past week. Hell yeah, Steve Ozer, you roll. Goddamn, these birds. <laughs> okay, guys. Those birds are marks, dude. Oh, dude, these birds are hell of marks. I need to come up with a nickname for them. They came up with the fully posable pricks, so now I need to... <laughs> That's our name of our, our community. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's no longer the wrestling figure community. It's the fully posable pricks. <laughs> and we didn't name you guys that. The Crows did. We have no control over this. No control of this. And that was actually live on air that we figured all this out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a word that, for the Crows, but uh, we're a family show, mostly. Uh, yeah, mostly. So, yeah, they, yeah, unless they come on where they're dropping the P word. Right, right, right. And then I might have to drop a C word at them, and that's going to get all bad. Then, yeah, then yeah. we can't market our show for children anymore, and that's sad. Eyeballs. Eyeballs. They go after eyeballs. Right, right. Who needs that? Also, we're getting close to the end of Sean Ng's Mantar figure, so head on to the Asylum Store if you're in the U.S. or Canada. Wait, Canada too, right? Yes. Yeah. Head on over there. You can also check out KWK on all the social medias. Get your pre-order in for the Mantar figure. It's looking beautiful. He showed off the prototype the other day. We're getting close. Yeah, it looks so good. It, it fits the Hasbro time frame, so jump in. That is such a good-looking figure. Yeah. Scott, we're going to jump over to the nostalgia segment. We're going to do Elite Series 93. What do you say? Let's go talk about it. Before 
Before we get into Elite Series 93, what we want you guys to do is head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do this week is go into the upper right-hand part of the page and use the magnifying glass, search out Elite Series 93, and follow along as Scott reads off his list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for Elite Series 93? Yes, sir. Mattel, WWE Elite Series 93, consisted of Cesaro. He was in his black and yellow gear, came with a soft goods jacket with back in the swing on the back. No pineapples on it, surprisingly. Next up, <laughs> Karrion Cross. He was in maroon and black gear, came with the NXT title, and he had trunk and boot covers. Raquel Gonzalez, first time in the line, black gear with orange trim on the top. NXT Women's Title, Black Soft Goods Entrance Jacket. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, he was your variant in the series. This is a 93, would you say 93 look, Jeff? Yeah, 93. Yeah, 93, 94, somewhere in there. Yeah, because he was holding the television title around that time. So, yeah, 93. 92? Okay. 90, somewhere between 92 and 94, because I think he was out of WWF in 92. Well, he was tag team champion with... Um, Shane Douglas. Right. And was he with Dustin Rhodes, too? He was with Dustin as well, yes. So maybe this is more like 94, 95, Ricky Steamboat? No, not 95. That's too late? 92 to 94, somewhere in there. Also, We'll just okay. meet in the middle and say 93. Perfect. 93 looks Steamboat. He was your variant in the series. Regular version was in white tights, red boots, red headband, and the WCW television title. Variant version was in yellow tights and boots. Same accessories as the regular version. And Jeff, in your notes, you have down variant was kind of a dehydrated pea yellow. Yeah, those tights were terrible. It looked like a dehydrated highlighter yellow, like where you're kind of hydrated, like your peas semi yellow, not completely clear, but it's like a lighter yellow. That's what I put it. That's what it just reminded me of. And you know what's funny? That is one variant i did not want i wanted the regular tights guess which variant i get well i already said i got the variant. So. <laughs> i'm gonna guess you got the variant <laughs> i got the variant i'm very disappointed with that one <laughs> did not want that one next up seth rollins he was in red and black gear with a matching poly pocket style entrance coat and last we have t-bar or is that bane question mark black gear soft <sighs> goods entrance jacket Masked head and an unmasked head. And Jeff, that rounds out Elite Series 93. Do I dare ask your favorite figure in this one? I mean, by default, it's got to be the dragon. Okay. This set or this series was just okay. It was ho-hum, huh? It, it really kind of was ho-hum. Uh, the T-Bar figure was cool. Eh. The Rollins figure was fine. Even the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat figure, it was fine. The Raquel Gonzalez, okay. Karrion Cross, Cesaro, okay. It's just that there's nothing... I mean, for me personally, there's nothing for me to get super excited about in this series. It was just okay. It was, it was good. Seth was okay. T-Bar, the only cool thing about that T-Bar was the Donovan Dijakovic... I've never been able to... The Donovan face that came with the yes. figure. Yes. That thing is spot on. Like, it's really good, dude. Yeah. But that's the only good thing about it. I mean, because 
what, Retribution was what, a flash-in-the-pan group that went nowhere fast? I'm impressed you remembered their name. I drew a total blank on it a few weeks ago, trying to remember what they were called. I'm actually disappointed that I know their name. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> I'm actually going to stop the show right now. and Yeah, <laughs> question. let's wipe that from your brain, a Men in, Bla- uh, Men in Black pen moment. Which, uh, poof, gone. I'm questioning my existence right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll become a crow and just be angry all the time. <laughs> Fly around calling everybody pricks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Poo on cars. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> now you understand. <laughs> Favorite figure, I think I just have to go Dragon too. I mean, I liked Ricky in that 93 era. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But... There's no figure that really stands out. The Cesaro was okay. Yes. Karrion Cross was good-ish. Yeah. Raquel Gonzalez. I was actually excited for her figure until I saw it, and then I was like, meh. So. Yeah, that's probably my least favorite figure in the assortment. Yeah. Is the Raquel. It's just okay, meh. All right, let's get into some eBay prices. These are the last sold mint-on-card eBay prices. Cesaro with the black soft goods jacket. Last sold eBay listing, August 13th for $18.99 on a buy it now. Carrying across with that NXT. Oh, I misspelled title. Interesting. I wasn't going to say anything. Thank you. Uh, your drunk wrestling co-host would be very disappointed. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's quite the grammar police. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd be so embarrassed for you. Uh, yeah, he would actually be like, thanks for the notes. By the way, you misspelled title. Right, right. <laughs> and you were supposed to punctuate here and here. Yes, yes. Then you just want to punch him in his face. (laughs) Or have the crows peck out his eyes. Last sold eBay listing on the Carrier Cross was August 18th for $19.12 on a buy it now. Raquel Gonzalez with the NXT women's title. Last sold eBay listing July 30th for $15.18 on a buy it now. Seth Rollins Polly Pocket Jacket. Last sold eBay listing August 18th for $21.45 on a buy it now. T-Bar with the soft goods, long black jacket, extra head. Last old eBay listing, August 12th for $17.91. Ricky Steamboat, which was the variant, television championship, regular white tights, the hydrated P-yellow variant, <laughs> yellow tights. Sold <laughs> <laughs> eBay R. Kelly's like, that's my favorite. <laughs> He's in jail. We can make that. We don't even have to say allegedly. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's guilty. Uh, I want to piss on you. Drip, drip, drip. <laughs> last, old, last old, God damn it. Last old on the regular, August 13th for $26. The variant last sold August 7th for $15. The regular was the highest out of all of these figures. Well, there you go. Like you said, you wanted the regular version. Nobody wanted PP tights. I know. Amazon sent me the PP tights, and I was like, God damn it, Amazon. And if these dollar amounts seem low, remember, we're on what? Retail is Elite 101? Yeah, I think we're at like 101, 102. So this isn't even 10 series old yet. So if those dollar amounts seem low, give it another year or two and we'll see where they're at. We will have to revisit that. We always do. Yes. How long has it taken for us to get through the Elite line? Dude, that's a good question. I have to go back and look at previous notes. Hmm. But yeah, we've literally gone one through, here we are at 93. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be at 100 in just a couple weeks. You know what confuses me? We're on episode 395, but on the nostalgia segment, we're in Elite 93. So it always messes with my head. 
Like I know. Me- we've done like off stuff where we've had to skip a few weeks of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. we hadn't done that, we'd be right in line to do uh, Elite 100 on episode 400. All right, Scott. In the next segment, we're going to do Who Did It Better? We haven't done this in a while. We have not, and there's no bad news to report. We just felt like doing Who Did It Better. Well, I mean, it was bad news about 26 years ago when it happened. 25 years ago? Yes, definitely. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, dude, we have yet to acknowledge a huge loss. Uh, Not necessarily in the wrestling community, even though he was on wrestling television a couple of times. But one of those childhood idols that you had that you just cherished, the great Pee Wee Herman passed away a couple weeks ago. Huge loss. Huge. And again, not just with wrestling, although he was on wrestling programming a couple times, but just one of those guys. He had Saturday morning programming. Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I can't even tell you how many times I watched that as a kid. I still make it a, a, a point a couple times a year to turn that on. Did you, I was going to ask, have you watched it recently since it's passing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those, I was going to watch it anyway. It's in it's in kind of, okay, I need to watch it a couple times a year. It's, it's mandatory viewing. That and, of course, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, Batman 89. I've got kind of a Rolodex that I need to watch it a few times a year. And it still stands up to me. I still love it. It's, I'm a loner, Dottie, a rebel. There's certain lines in the movie that you still quote. And man, that one hit hard. Pee Wee is going to be so missed by so many. He was just beloved. And yeah, he had that scandal. People still make jokes about it, but you know what? Damn it, we love the guy. It didn't matter. And ugh, a huge loss. Not just for wrestling fans, of course, but if, if he was part of your childhood growing up, that one's going to sting for a long, long time. It sucks losing him. So many mornings I watched his Saturday morning show. Uh, God, it would be on at like 9 a.m. And uh, you'd get ready for wrestling at 10. And it was just part of that Rolodex, you know, that part of that Saturday morning cartoon. I shouldn't even say a cartoon, but Saturday morning. The hit list. Yeah, hit list television that we had to watch. Yeah, it was mandatory. It was mandatory. You had the genie, you had the chair, had everything. Lawrence Fishburne? Yes. I will still always say that Large Marge still scares me to this day in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> it's like that- a jack-in-the-box. You know it's coming, but every time you see it, it scares you. <laughs> That's like this past weekend at your daughter's birthday party when uh, we put uh, when we put on the Transformers movie. Oh, I'm sorry, we? We. Who's we? Uh, I mean, KBW did. K- <laughs> he knows better than this step foot in this house. Okay, yeah, actually, he was still riding back from his uh, failed attempt at being a lead singer. <laughs> he was galloping back on Stu. Okay, it was the Crows. They told me to put on the Transformers movie and bring down the party. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Caw! Let's break some hearts, pricks! <laughs> I can't do their voice. You... I, I don't do it, dude. This is damn birds, dude. They just fly into the house. Right, I was trying to do an impersonation of them, yeah. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Anyways... Yeah, we put on the Transformers 86 movie at the party. Stop saying we. Stop saying we. We. You. (laughs) Actually, it was kind of funny. I looked over at Sean because you had put on Kiss Animalized 1984, a live show. Yes. And I I looked over at special guest Sean. I was like, hey, dude, check this out. And I put on Transformers 86. And then you were like, Jeffrey Toon. (laughs) Because you had had a couple uh, of beverages. 
Yeah. And, and you're all, Jeffrey Toon, what are you doing? <laughs> you gotta fight. Like you would start singing that song, dude. <laughs> it was hella funny. Like Yeah, the you've got the touch, you've got the power. I love yeah, that song. Yeah, it's so you've good. got the touch. That's what it is. And so you kept walking by. You're like, Jeffrey Toon, turn this off. It's going to get sad in here. You've got the pow. Like you'd start singing that. Like <laughs> I have to sing along. It's so good. <laughs> it's but, a solid soundtrack, dude. But anyways, it is hella funny. Like within the first five minutes, like Ironhide is gone. And all these like characters that you're like loving. You're like, what in the blue hell is going on here? Yeah, it's like a, a massacre of all of your favorites. It's awful. Yeah, we we got through 49 minutes of it and uh, <laughs> we're like, we got to turn this off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No more massacring of the Autobots, please. Anyways. Yes. Going back. Um, Pee Wee Herman was part of that Saturday morning must watch television. You know, so many cartoons and Pee Wee Herman's uh, show was part of that. And yeah, definitely miss him. R.I.P. Pee Wee. R.I.P. All right, Scott, who are we doing for? Who did it better this week? We are doing the one and only, the ravishing one himself, the great Rick Rude. Greatest figure, LJN. All right, that's the round of, that's the end of the show. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny? Because I was going through, thank you to Wrestling Figure Database, I was going through all the Rick Rude figures, and I'm noticing he's one of those guys that hasn't had many bad figures. In fact, I don't think there were really any bad ones. There are some okay ones. And there are some really good ones. But this poor guy has maybe the worst wrestling figure of all time. And it's it's crazy. He doesn't deserve that. And that's where he gets lumped in is like not one bad figure outside of that one. That's it. Yeah. And again, there are some that are okay. Like the classic superstars. They're okay. Um, there's just, you know, there's there's okay. And then there's good. Okay. Maybe not okay. Maybe better than okay. We're going to go good to excellent. That's kind of the scale for Rick Rude figures. There aren't any bad ones. Except that which, it isn't just bad. It's maybe the worst of all time. It's the pose. It's the coloring on him. The face sculpt is, eh, it's okay. But just, you couldn't do anything with that figure. It's horrible. So that one obviously is right off the table for consideration as to who did it better. So... If, you, if you'd like, I can run down the list real quick. Please do. Uh, Rick Rude figures. We have Hasbro Series 1. Obviously, LJN is off the table. Uh, Mattel did a Build-A-Figure of Rick Rude. That would have been from his DX days when he had short hair, suit, and a briefcase. We had Jack's Deluxe Classic Series 3. Outstanding figure with a black robe and the title. We had Jack's Classic Superstar Series 13. Jax did an unmatched Fury of him in Series 7. Mattel Elite 40, which, by the way, Jeff, did you know the Jax unmatched Fury Series 7 and the Mattel Elite Series 40 have the same tights? I never even noticed that. Uh, Mattel Superstar Series 5, an outstanding Rick Rude figure. Mattel did Legend Series 2. That would have been more of his like WCW look or his uh, short hair WWF run. Mm-hmm. Basic. This would have been Basic Flashback Series 1, where they did the Howard Finkel Build-A-Figure. And finally, rounding it out with Elite Series 77 and the Coliseum Collection with Jake the Snake Roberts. I had a tough time deciding on which one is my favorite, but I'll ask you, which one is your favorite? 
I almost feel weird giving the answer. Why does it give you a little Be- fit? Does it give you a little feeling down in the nether regions? <laughs> makes me feel kind of funny. <laughs> you know, I think it's the Build-A-Figure. Oh, okay. The head sculpt. That head sculpt on that Rick Rude, outstanding. Yeah. It is so good. Now, of course, you know, he's in a suit that is, it's okay. Because he actually, that does fit Rick Rude in DX. He wore that. I think that Build-A-Figure is my favorite one. So I have three and I have, I'm having trouble trying to decide between the three. That is one of them. The Build-A-Figure is? The Build-A-Figure, yes. The one that you think is your favorite. My other favorite is the Superstars figure because that's super I knew you were going to say that one. It's so good. I love it, dude. Absolutely love it. And it's then the, the smirk, right? His face has a ton of personality just with that little snarl or that smirk on his face. And it's also the tights. Yes. It's the tights. It's got wire on the ass and it's got <laughs> the icy belt around the waist. Now, I know one of the elites, the SummerSlam elite, had that same icy title around the waist, but the Superstars yeah. figures... As I say every single week, these superstar figures are a home run with me. That's why I went yeah. on. That's why I went on and pre-ordered from Asylum Wrestling Store those three Remco style figures, is because these figures are hitting my feels, you know. Yeah, they're speaking to you. That Rick Rude you spoke of, by the way, is Elite Seventy Seven, and that was the Chase version that had the IC title across the front of the tights. And then the other one is the Jax Deluxe Classic. So good. So it- good. Very underrated as, one, a wrestling figure line or series. I don't think that the Deluxe Classics get enough love. 100% agree with you, dude. Those Deluxe Classics are some of the best figures, like, ever. Jax ever did. Think Ultimates in the Jax world. That's kind of what those were. Close. close Close-ish. There was some... Some points that were missing, but anyways. Well, yes, but in like what Jax did, what they offered the consumer, I think the closest thing that we could equate to it would be not Elite, but Ultimate. Yeah, pretty close. I think the Elite would fall more in line with like the classic superstars. Mm, No, well, the articulation is You think that's basics? Yeah, Ruthless Aggression bodies, I would more consider basics and I would consider the deluxe classics more elites. In fact, Jeremy has said before, I wasn't going so much articulation. I I was more talking like what they offered the consumer, like the hierarchy of the figures, not necessarily the articulation, but what was offered to the consumer. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So in my mind, like the basic is the ruthless aggression series. Your elite is like the classic superstars or the, the, the boxed, um, see, I'm doing it again. The black box. Unmatched? No, not unmatched. Give me a second. I'm going to go look on the wall. Ad lib. Wait, black box? Which black? Yeah, like the Kurt Angle that I got signed. Deluxe Aggression. Deluxe Aggression. See, I was going to do it again. I always forget the name of that one. So I would think that like Deluxe Aggression and Classic Superstars would be more of your elite level. Deluxe Classic Superstars to me is more of like your ultimate edition. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that ruthless aggression gave us, they gave us belts and stuff with their figures, but basics, they don't give us anything like that. Uh, true. Yeah, true. And that ruthless aggression Cena that came with the spinner title, dude, that's a badass figure. Still love that figure. Agree. Oh man. Those are uh, some good figures right there. So, okay. So what's your favorite? What are you going to pick? I don't know. I'm not going to. 
Or <laughs> you're just going to leave it open and I'm, you're I'm, dropping those three figures on the table and walking I'm, away. I'm playing Sweden. Okay. I don't hate that. Um, that Superstars figure is outstanding. And the reason I felt weird picking the Build-A-Figure is because he's just in a suit. And again, that fits what he did with DX, but there's so many good representations of what he had on his tights. And if you know Rick Rude for anything besides his physique, or his gyrations, as Shannon calls it, it's <laughs> the tights. It's the colorful tights he wore that has his, has his opponent's face, or in some cases, his opponent's wife's face. So <laughs> many great representations of stuff that Rick Rude wore over the years made it onto these figures. And that's why I had a hard time picking the Build-A-Figure. But dude, honestly, that thing is... It's awesome. I love that Rick Rude. Now, if I get to pick a second... Superstars. I think I'm with you on Superstars, yeah. I yeah. think I'm right there with you because I love the the difference between the two, right? You had Rick Rude when he was short hair, more distinguished looking, you know, moving on up in the world. He's wearing a suit now. That Rick Rude from the Superstars line is when he was in the in the ring just grinding, facing Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania five, right? Like that captures that Rick Rude so well, not to mention the expression on the face, that snarl, that smirk. It just it captures them so well. So, man, I know I, it's such a cliche for me to say it because I say it all the time, but it really is a one and one A for me. So one would be the build a figure, and that head sculpt is what kills it for me. It's so good. Number two or one A is going to be that Superstar Series Five Rick Rude. So see, I'm picking. I'm not even scared. And now I'm dropping my figures on the table and walking away. Hey, remember when you cried when Ultimate Warrior lost the belt at WrestleMania 5? I did not cry. Oh. Will you stop? Sorry. I was trying to get you back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I Big thought. Dave could back me up on that, too. He knew I was pissed at Heenan. But there was no way I shed tears over that. <laughs> because Heenan grabbed ankles. <laughs> <laughs> the best ever to do it, too, damn it. Yeah, he loved grabbing ankles. <laughs> <laughs> now... Did I cry two years later at WrestleMania 7? Maybe. Yeah, everybody was crying over that one. I'm like, that's a cool moment. But everybody cried over that WrestleMania 7 moment. Well, you're not talking about when Macho Man got retired, right? No, I'm talking about... You're talking about the moment where he and Liz reunited? Or were you talking about when uh, the Rockers beat Barbarian and Haku? Well, that too. Like, uh, that one was a tearjerker. It was, dude. Yeah, because that was, was the last time the Rockers ever were a tag team at WrestleMania. Well, actually, chances are good you cried when the Hart Foundation lost titles. Nah, I didn't. Nah, you didn't. Nah. Nah, Strike Force was the only one that really tugged at the heartstrings. Yeah, well, for me, it was uh, Macho Man and Liz reuniting at seven. That's. I'm a teenager. I'm like, what was that, 1991, correct? Yeah, yeah. 91. So 91. I'm 17 years old. Yep. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait a second. What's going? Wh why am I getting misty-eyed? Why? And a boner. And <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ultimate Warrior just been in the ring. He was very oily. Sherry was hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, like, let's not get creepy here, but yes. Yes. <laughs> let's not get 100% creepy. yes. Getting creepy up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Enough playing Sweden. We got to round out the show, dude. <laughs> yeah, no more playing with Sweden. <laughs> oh all right uh check out wrestling toy tracker if you are in the hunt for any of the card and loose 
LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Just Toys Bendems, Defining Moments, and Retros. Again, check out any of those figures if you're in the hunt for those. Make sure you're getting the fair market value. Check it out at WrestlingToyTracker.com. All right, guys, listen to the roll call. I know it's an extensive list, but you know what? We want you guys to go and check these out because they're a lot of fun to listen to. If you're on a long road trip or if you're at work and you just need to plug in your headphones, give our fellow podcasters a listen. We're going to start out with the Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker. Also check out myself for the time being and Brian Breaker over at the TB Toycast. Brian Breaker's like Mr. Podcastomania guy. He really is, dude. He's like the king of the podcast world. Exactly, exactly. Check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. They had a new show drop this week as well. One of my favorite shows, The Stolen Gimmicks with Jordan and Joe. In the Marbles pod with Soda and Ethan. Legendary Wrestling Figures with Brian Scott. We got to jump on that show soon, man. Can't wait. I know. Set up some time with Brian. We got to get back to him and figure out that date. But he sits down with a guest. He'll go over and talk over some wrestling shows you know maybe some house shows but then they get into the ljns and that's our wheelhouse so i love listening to brian talk sit down and talk with all these guests like tim from pulling up a chair uh nate ring skirts has been on there brian breaker's been on there scott so i'm looking forward to being on there also check out work the arm podcast with jeff and jamie pod subject to change with nick dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day our good buddy Ryan Bud's doing trivia with Bud's, and he's doing trivia every single day. Jordan, Seth, Sheena, and Marco over at the Chick Foley Show. We got RJ with Ringside Rant. EJ and Rucker doing Boots to the Face. I mentioned him earlier. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life, and he sat down with Brian this week on his latest show. And Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history? Yep. Give us. Yeah, we still got a couple more in the hopper. Uh, give us a follow on the X at wrestling underscore drunk show that dropped this past Friday was about JBL being a bully. Oh, do you guys bring out Mauro Mauro Ronaldo? Absolutely. That absolutely. One's, that one still frustrates me, but anyways. no doubt, dude. Yeah. Anyways, uh, nice JBL being a bully. Yeah, JBL being a bully. We provide a couple of examples and. Basically, uh, I'm not going to say we trash them, but we kind of trash them. So if you want to hear that or any of our past episodes, you can listen to them wherever you find your podcasts at. Because we're Drunk Wrestling History, where we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. And check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf, of course, if you need artwork or if you need custom Hasbro figures in your life. Jason Wolf is the man you need to talk to. Check out his social media at The Art of Jason Wolf. Artwork, custom Hasbros. What else do you need? Jason's got you covered. The Art of Jason Wolf. Give him a look. That's Jason W U L F. And of course, Jeff, we mentioned him a few times on the show. The great Steve Hoker. A hell of a guy. A good friend. Can't wait to meet him at WrestleMania. Just going to give him a big, big, big bro hug. Cheers some cheesesteaks. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to meet him. Check out his T Public store. His name on there is at Starman and J. You can get your Pricks T-shirts. You can get your Pricks stickers. You can get the Stew Stretch sticker yeah. T-shirt. You name it. Steve you got you covered. Em. You can stretch me. <laughs> stickers. 
Stretch. I feel I've summoned them all during this. Gah! Yeah, pick up our pricks, stickers. Put pricks all over your binders like in high school pricks. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit on your car. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's a buck oh nine to deliver these papers each week. It's a buck oh nine. So if you want to uh, represent and be a prick like the crows, check out Starman NJ's Tea Public Store. <laughs> and Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Steve Ozer Army! I'm just picturing the Kiss Army logo, and instead of K-I-S-S, it's O-Z-E-R, Army. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, no. This has got to be a shirt. Oh, somewhere, boy. Somewhere it's got to be, like, in the smoke or the fire in the back. It's got to say pricks. <laughs> it's crow crap all over it. <laughs> There's a car underneath with a bunch of shit all over it. <laughs> oh, this Crow, not be- human. <laughs> that would just be disgusting. Oh, man. All right, Scott, for episode 395, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank all of our fully posable pricks for listening to episode 395, hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.